And welcome to Nerds at Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. And welcome to the show. Woo! Woo! Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Leave us five stars on iTunes. Also go to our SoundCloud account. You can leave us a comment. Uh, share this around. If you're listening on the website, you're actually listening through SoundCloud. I know a lot of people do that from some strange reason without downloading it with a podcast app. My girlfriend does it that way. That's really weird. Why is that weird? Why do you have it available that way if you don't want people to use it that because way? Because people are dumb and apparently that's how they listen they to the show. They click the link to the website and then they listen to yeah, the podcast you while they're on there. You should be subscribed using a podcast app that you already have on your phone. Maybe some people... You don't have to use your phone for everything, Chris. She listens to it on like a Well, she a has a computer, computer at work, yeah. She plays uh, well, that makes sense. People yeah. do tell me they listen to it at work and that's how they listen to it. Yeah. So, okay, that makes more sense. We need a sweet... Emily, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we need a sweet intro uh, like Chris Jericho's Talk is Jericho theme song. Does anybody want to do that for us this time? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, he... he someone made it for him. I forgot about that. Yeah. That he covered it and sang yeah. it. Yeah. With his cowbell. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you listened to our show now. Yeah, I did. So it's like three weeks yeah. in a row? So now it's the best it's the best podcast in the world, or is Chris Jericho still the best in the world? So I didn't exactly look it up, but this is our one-year show. Is today our one-year show? I'm pretty sure. It's well, either this week or next week. So. I assume that there's going to be confetti and balloons and fireworks going on yeah, right now in the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's going to be very disappointing. Uh, I like to say these things on the show because then when you catch it and you don't, if you don't catch it I don't, I, and you listen to it, it's going to be really lame. Most of the time I don't do it just because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you're like, you should add clapping here and I don't do it. Yeah. You're supposed so to yeah. also cut out my saying of the thing, which you don't do either. No, nah, I don't do that either. Yeah. One year. One it's year. pretty great. I don't remember. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. You've been here since I don't remember the episode number you were here on. Like the fourth or fifth. Yeah, it was something really, really early. I don't think it was. I think it was like in December. So you might have missed like a whole month. Happy Halloween, also. Yeah, happy Halloween. I mean, uh, it's this weekend. How early is? I put Halloween decorations up October first. Is that too early? No. How early? I mean, what is the latest you would do it? Oh well, last week. I, well, if I you was, put it up this week, then it's kind of a waste of time. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that a, wa- a waste of time? I mean, do? this is coming from the guy that has his wife already put up a Christmas tree in our living room. Already. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's nice. It's kind of ridiculous, huh? I mean, whatever floats your boat, man. All right, let's get on to my some mom. When talk. we were kids, would always say that she wanted like a because we have Mardi Gras, so whenever Christmas is over, she'd leave it up so long. But then she's like, we just put uh, Mardi Gras beads on it. Oh, that's kind of cool. Give me a Mardi Gras, yeah, there, yeah. and then we'd make fun of her for yeah. it, and she would feel bad and take it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get into some uh, wrestling. A lot, of, a lot of wrestling stuff, as usual. This is our segue every week. Yeah, you just there's we, a lot of wrestling we, stuff. Yeah, this we week. say hi, and you're like, "Well, there's a lot. There was a lot of wrestling." Well, you stuff give me another today. segue, then and I will use it. So I want in the to, wrestling world today. Yeah. What's been going on? We need again. We need like that news beep 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 sound where you're shuffling papers, and then you look up, you wait for the cue. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, that I got thing. you. Yeah, yeah. Lois Lane is corresponding somewhere. So you you were just telling me before we went on the air, um, uh, Okada? Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. You're going to learn the first name. I know. Okada, that's good enough. There's no other Okada. I don't have to say his that's first true. name. That's fair. So it's Okada. When, you, when I say Okada, I hear Kenny Omega yelling Okada. In Okada! One of Okada! <laughs> Okada! Yeah. And then he gets kneed in the face. That's got to be the call for a switch. Okay, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, so yeah, Okada is... Um, earlier this week, officially now in the longest reign for an IWGP champion ever in New Japan history. And then if he holds it all the way until, uh, Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th, which he which will, because he, will, yeah. he won't defend it until then, um, 
he will be the most cumulative time as a heavyweight champion for that company in the history of the company. Making him, I guess, the marquee greatest. Does that make him the greatest champion of all time? I don't think. I mean, I, I think he's up there. I was looking at some of the other champions they had. And he is currently my favorite champion of How, all time. Like, it's hard to... Like, okay, so... IWGP were champion, you, obviously. Were you, like, when you were, were... Were you watching during the Attitude Era for WWE? Yeah, of course. While Stone Cold was champion... Would you, have, if someone had said, like, he's one of the greatest of all time, in the moment, would you have said yes? Yeah. Is it, is it something where, like, how, like, Okada is one of those things where you think almost, like, you need to let some time pass yeah, to but be you able could to already, look, reflect you, on it's it? It's the guys that you could tell, like The Rock yeah. and Okada. I mean, uh, The Rock and uh, Austin were definitely, there was something about them. You knew in the Hogan future. Hogan was the number one guy. Yeah, Hogan instantly. was the same thing like that. So but, like, Cena, to... because he gets so much hate, even though you know he's going to, if he retired tomorrow... He's going to be referred to as one of the greatest, if not the greatest and of as all he time. Be. Just from a KFAB, how many championship reigns, his right, right. longevity and being the main eventer. What constitutes, like, like that's what it's like. So Okada's been champion for that long, but then he's only defended the title like maybe eight times or so. Yeah, but the whole thing is, it, it's the same thing with Austin and Rock and all that. You look at Okada and you know you're seeing something different. Okay. Yeah. You know you're seeing something, one of the best in the world right now. Yeah. That is the greatest of all Well, time. you just a moment ago said that you thought that Kenny Omega was the greatest wrestler in the world right now. No, I did He's not. He's never been even been heavyweight champion I of anything. I definitely never said that. I repeated the conversation that I heard. Okay, what was the conversation that you heard? So, apparently, right now, there's some beef going on that Kenny Omega... Well, there's some Twitter beef between yeah, Kenny Omega and Chris, and Chris Jericho. Because they're both from Winnipeg, I think is where that started. Yeah, and it started out that um, Cyrus, I think, from... Which is the announcer for New Japan, the English announcer. Mm-hmm. said that uh, Kenny Omega would be in the top three from Winnipeg ever. Well, I mean, how many wrestlers can you name there's all, from there's quite Winnipeg? A few. There's quite a few. Name them. There's Chris Jericho, uh-huh. Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. Um, I know there are a lot of Canadian wrestlers, no, but not like specifically from, from, from Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And I, I'm trying to think of the other big ones. Those, that's all that matters. No, you, anyway. You know that you need, if you, if you can list three and that's it, it's enough examples. But if it's two, it's not. Okay, anyway. If, you, if I said, like... If, let's pretend if you imagine that Lance Storm was from Winnipeg, which he's not. He's not. And you said there's all these people from Winnipeg: Lance Storm, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega. That's it. And that, and then kept going. Even if that's it, it sounds like you keep going. But if all you have is Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, it's like, come on, that's just two. You need one there's, more. There's there's like a couple other famous ones. I don't care. Jericho kind of replied that I wouldn't put Kenny Omega in my top four. <laughs> Omega kind of answered back was, you know, the difference is that I could come to. New York, talking about WWE, uh-huh. do what they do there at any time it was no effort. None of those guys can come to New Japan and do what I do. That's an argument. That's th- arguable. This is what I'm going to say, and this is kind of my gripe that I have about the whole thing, is New Japan, even the listeners of our own show, there are, there are people who like New Japan. There's there are a people lot that of like, people that don't. There are a lot of people, like, that, that, people that like Japan. WWE and a lot of people that... Like, there are fans of both promotions... That then hate on the other because they're very different. Mm-hmm. You can't compare what someone does in one to the uh, when they haven't been in the other. Just because someone is wrestles the way they do in WWE does not mean that they wouldn't be able to excel in New Japan. And just because someone is great in New Japan does not mean that they would excel in the WWE unless you see what happens. I mean, I think AJ Styles and Finn Balor have been doing well. Yeah, but didn't you look at Anderson and Gallows, yeah. Gallows. But does that mean that they're bad or does that mean the WWE is not using them the right way? That's an argue that's that's, you know, 
Well, we That's know they're the not bad. We've seen them yeah. be awesome. So, so it's like, so if Kenny Omega came to WWE, like he says that he can go over there and do everything great, but then if he came over there and then he wasn't great, would he then blame like that's WWE's fault? That's not his fault. I don't know. Because Chris Jericho until... wrestled in, in in New Japan. You know, Chris Jericho is a former uh, best of the Super Juniors. Right. You know, um, he's done the Japanese tour and been and excelled at it. He went to ECW, excelled there. He went to WCW, excelled there. Went to WWE, excelled there. So it's just it's compare. It's it's a very different thing. Well, here's, and I understand the, the. Here's my my thought process, and I don't remember who. I was watching. I had this thought process. The Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, all those guys know what they're doing right now. Yeah. They know if they call out and piss off the right people, mm-hmm. all WWE did was the too sweet thing was make the Young Bucks made a it lot better. of money. I was going to say, all they did was make it better for them. So they, they've sold their t-shirts more than they ever have. Mm-hmm. They've sold their merchandise. It's, it's all, all over the place. It's all a work. It's all a work. It's a work on accident. It's a work on... The... You don't know that. I, for all See, we know, WWE's of... funneling money into Ring of Honor. You don't... I don't know. I'm just saying... But I there's a know. lot of theory of that, though. Yeah. Because it, it goes to... It basically, in the simplest terms... Oh, it was Cyrus that said this on um, Killing the Town. Mm-hmm. He's like, the WWE is selling for the Bullet Club. Yeah. Like, hardcore. Like, this hurt my feelings. I'm going to sell and I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. And all you did is make the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club look great. Because it looks like you hurt them. Yeah. But so it makes them more, makes them seem on level with them. Mm-hmm. Which is what they want. So now. Because that's what Chris Jericho said today where, where Kevin, Kenny Omega was saying, I saw a tweet today where he said that uh, he's just that guy that's, you know, no big deal having six star matches over in New Japan, you know, no big deal. And Chris Jericho's response to that was, I have seen those matches. They're incredible. It's too bad no one can see them. As kind of a, you know, more people watch WWE, WWE Weekly than yeah, they yeah. do the WWE, you know. And that's, you know... Is that even true, though? New Japan is not an indie promotion. No. They're, See, that's my... They're the like, second... how many people watch New Japan? I don't have the, I don't have the Like, and that's numbers. an interesting number. I would, I would want to know that. Yeah. Like, how many people watch WWE? Well, the w, New Japan doesn't have, like, a weekly television... That's right. Uh, that's like, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...broadcast. It's the... They're... they're they have a presence and they have more visibility than any other wrestling promotion other than themselves. They're not as strong here in the United States because they're not a U.S. based company. They're in which Japan, they're, which they're working but, on. Yeah, um, they're very strong in Japan. You know, palpable to WWE here. It's just, it's just they're comparable, but they're it's they're apples not. and oranges. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why it's such a funny argument. You know, who do you think is better, Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega? In the ring. Because the truth is, is that Okada is better than Kenny Omega. That's I, my tr- accurate, correct opinion. I agree. It's not your accurate, correct. Yeah. I agree with you. I think Okada is better, but I think Kenny Omega is right below him. See, this is why Philip should be here, because then he could he could bark up for Kenny Omega, but he's not, so he... Kenny so Omega is right away. below Okada now, so... Okay. He, he fought him three times for the belt and didn't win once, so... Yeah, we're we're not talking about the the fake part that was determined before <laughs> the match started. I don't know what you're talking started. about. Kenny Omega can't even beat Kazuchika Okada. Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in, in the, the same, same night, night. Yeah. to become so, the very first undisputed champion in the history of this business. So speaking of ever, uh, Chris, good God, same Bullet Club stuff. How do you feel about Roman Reigns basically calling, not calling him out, answering a question in a very Roman way? Well, he's got the mumps, so he probably didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> Uh, he did. Ha- he, po- he probably, probably did. Whenever he really answered did. it, which that's not funny. But it's that's not funny. Uh, um, 
it's weird. Like, so if, if he, you, well, okay, let me ask you this. If you are working for Lowe's and someone comes yeah, up to Home you and Depot says, sucks. should I go to Lowe's yeah. or Home Depot? You go, you should go to Lowe's. Home Depot Obviously. sucks. And then if you get fired from there and you go to work at Home Depot and you get asked the same question by the same person, you're going to switch your answer. And that's doesn't make it not true, though, is the thing, is that your perspective is based on where you are. So, so obviously asked, he should have said what he said. Um, in an interview, which he rarely does in the first place, and this is loosely why. Um, Suffer succotash. <laughs> yeah. What does he think about the Bullet Club and Yum Bucks saying suck it and too sweet? And he basically answered was he's like, people need to invent their own gimmick. We don't need guys running around acting like the DX from the 90s. And you disagree with that. You've been kind of in a huff over it ever since he said that because because Roman Reigns is your boy. You don't like him dissing it's your a, other I under, favorite wait, but, acts and wrestling. But what you just said is exactly what it is. Yeah. He works for WWE. He can't yeah. go out there and be like, no, no, I really dig yeah. the Young Bucks. I mean, he could have probably thought of a better well, answer like, for it where it was a little bit more... But it's weird. Like, okay, like, so let's say... Like, Bubba Ray Dudley has tweeted, I've seen him write about how he, this was in response, Elias Sampson did, like, the last, like, the old school in a match not that long ago, and Bubba Ray wrote something online in reaction to it, saying that one, during one match years ago on Raw, he rolled his eyes, and then the next day, The Undertaker called him, like, you know, like, that's, like, you know, basically, like, that's not your thing, that's my thing, don't do my thing, and that happens in wrestling a lot, you know? You're not supposed. That's my color scheme. That's my slight hand gesture. I have fur on the bottom of my boots, so you can't have fur on the bottom of your boots because that's my gimmick. That's embedded in the culture of the promotion because that's that's kind of your livelihood, and you don't want someone kind of getting off on your own thing. The difference with that and the Bullet Club is that the Bullet Club is directly doing it, which is why I don't understand how it's even. Something where they can get sued over it because it's clear it's a, it's an actual mock like lampoon on WWE, right? Like it's a parody almost. It's not really though. It's not really, but but yeah. it's closer to that than yeah. anything else. Like they're not doing suck it like I came up with suck it. They're going, they're doing the too sweet as a direct homage directly at the click because they're the new click. click. So it's not get your own like thing when you like shouldn't have been doing it it's not like the, like the rick and morty thing you were saying where like they had that rick and morty shirt yeah, yeah, and they yeah. said something to him about it it's a that's you actually making money off because when you're doing it, it's not just you're doing the two sweet is you're going hey we're doing this wwe thing and wwe is like hey could you could you not do that thing well nick's response on twitter was he's like it more hurts and disappointed to hear it from a guy that uh, one of the boys that he respects yeah, it feels different coming from him. Yeah, and not an old head or a guy yeah. that's not even wrestling anymore. Did it make him feel worse about that they were doing it, or like that he just that, that was his response? That okay. that was Roman's response. Yeah. It bothered him that it was Roman's response. Yeah, because it was a guy. It's a guy that it's you know, a guy, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a wrestler. It's a but one it's of like the like because like, now to. they're doing like the one suite. Yeah, which I think is funnier. I think that's better. Sure. I thought they still should have went to us the elite. Like it's different. Like like okay. Like uh like um like the Gorillas of Destiny come out mm-hmm. and they're Samoan mm-hmm. and I don't know if you noticed, but now they're wearing like they wear like Kevlar and stuff and and um Tamatanga's got the long hair. It would be very easily for them to be like you're doing Roman Reigns' thing. They're cousins. 
Well, I know, but that's so. all the more reason. But that would be like that's stupid. You can't tell me like I'm just yeah. Just like it's not. He's not trying to rip off Roman Reigns. The Bullet Club is directly ripping off WWE on purpose. So while I do think it's petty and stupid, it's not like they're wrong in saying that's not your thing. You're taking somebody else's thing and just doing it as yourself. You know, like I love how like in 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 uh because Triple H signed a few of the British wrestlers in in Progress. They're all heels as like the WWE like, bad guys, you know, yeah. turncoat. So they all do like the pedigree now. Yeah. And Pete Dunne comes out and spits water in the in the air, just like Triple H, as a direct like playing off of that thing. And yeah, I but, think they that's hilarious. WWE, but they work for WWE. But they work for WWE, so not going to do whatever like they want. But just you know, like how long could a wrestler spit water into the air? Well, they've like, had that like dude if you saw and... somebody do that, would that bother you? Like, is that like their thing? If they did that consistently, what are you talking about? There's that new Japan guy that I don't even know his name that does exactly what Triple H does. Lance Hoyt? Is that his name? Well, he just he spits water on people. No, the Triple H ripoff guy. Are you talking about the oh, Bullet uh, Club uh, Hunter? Uh, the Bullet Club Hunter. Um, um, Yoshitatsu. Yeah, and he's the only one in that whole target group. That well, that's they... yeah, okay. And Billy Gunn apparently, but well, he's Billy never Gunn in... was in DX, so yeah. that's different. I'm just saying it's it's just I'm not saying it's I get both sides of the of the argument. I guess you know? I do too because I don't. I don't, yeah, you're right. If somebody came out and was starting to do the Triple H thing, I'd be like, "Well, that's Triple H just thing. They look like stupid. do your own thing." Yeah, and that's not saying like that's not the point, but it's not a bad s- point to have. It's not like you can be like that's a stupid argument. Well, the weirdness is that I lived through the Attitude Era and I saw the the DX stuff, yeah. obviously, but I don't even think about that whenever I see the Bucks do it. See, I that's, don't think of that's why I actually like it because I don't think of it in terms of this is their gimmick. I think in, of it as, which I think is something that a lot of old school wrestling fans don't, uh, wrestlers don't like, is that so much of what's cool in the indies, um, which really kind of started with Kevin Owens and this, this idea of the wrestlers being very obvious to the audience that we were one of you. Mm-hmm. We were wrestling fans and now we're wrestlers, but we're still wrestling fans. And doing these homages as, like, they're, like, the dream iconic guys. There's, like, people get behind them um, because when you look at Kevin Owens, like, that's me. That could be me. So when you're a kid, DX does all the, the cross chopping. So then you go to school and every guy that you know does the suck it. And then, if that, and then it's like, I'm going to be a wrestler one day. And then the Young Bucks became wrestlers. And now they go around to everyone going, suck it. Because that's just me as a wrestler. I would obviously, I'd do whatever the hell I want to do. To have fun as a wrestler. And I think that goes against a lot of more of a more traditional style. It's tradition versus, you know, the changing of whatever you want to do. It's right. so weird that Cody Rhodes is in it because Cody Rhodes is such an old school style. But yeah. that's why he fits in too because he's so, because old school became so non-existent like in that world that then now it's like a new fresh thing. You know, he's just doing Ric Flair. Whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens with it all. Bullet Club will show up on WrestleMania next year. That'd be crazy. I think we need to take a break. I have. I think I'm starting to come down with meningitis. <sighs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna talk. Come back. Talk about TLC. Yeah, and, men- and, and meningitis. Raw and SmackDown. Be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere, 
download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Welcome back. Well, yeah, we're back. From outer space. Don't, don't sing it. It's copyrighted. I just can't. Um, How long can I sing it before it's an I think that's it. That's it? I think it does. I think I get like 15 I seconds. Did, I think you, you just right. did it all of it. All right. So TLC was this weekend. Was it? Yeah. Was that TLC? Yeah, that was that TLC. That wasn't the show we made predictions for. It is. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So was... just go ahead and get the predictions out of the way. So we kind of live went through predictions as everything on the show we was changing the, we, yeah we aired the show yeah. with our predictions then everything changed after and then that. everything changed the edit shows the we day ended... we aired the show yeah. yeah so obviously our predictions were different and then they started adding matches at tlc yeah and we both realized there was no point because we were going to tie because basically all our decisions were almost exactly the same yeah so and in other words long story short sam still has the belt yes yes i do this beautiful shiny Oh, it's so heavy. Do you want to hold it for a little while? It's just so. Let's get it. It's hard sh- for me to hold it all the time. So, uh, a couple highlights from the show. Couple uh, before highlights. We well, get before we get into the... the highlights of the show. So, there's been a couple of thing times where, like, I remember back in '06, during the first brand split, right before they decided they needed to stop doing the brand split. Mm-hmm. Um, SmackDown was not drawing the way Raw was for like three or four pay per views in a row. Before they stopped doing the brand split on pay-per-views, at least, uh, John Cena was showing up on every SmackDown show to help draw attention, things like that. They did, it was like, going to be like Booker T versus Batista, and then separately, when they were doing the Bobby Lashley experiment, they changed like the main event like right before it happened. And there were, you know, things happened. People, I like the idea of them shaking things up because of... A lack of interest but okay. this pay-per-view it was piggybacked on the idea of the shield coming back yeah, it was a one match it was a one match pay-per-view um there was a couple of cruiserweights which they've been they've been trying to put more focus on the on 205 which i've actually been liking and um and three women's matches which again was not a bad decision it was already weird they had the nia Jax, whether she walked out or left the neville thing there was a lot of weird stuff going up before this pay-per-view in general so when is it the mumps? It was meningitis. It's meningitis. It, Ross, the the roster got sick, something. and they didn't show up. I would have. Ex- I didn't. You. You'd think that the the more expected way to solve it would be what the Miz said, which is to just have Dean and Seth go it alone against the five guys, and then maybe Finn, or maybe replace him with Finn Balor and just scrap that other match, and not preemptively pull two people from out of nowhere to be on the show so it's because i had somebody else say that to me and pod, i can't remember what podcast it was but it was the okay we're taking something away from you mm-hmm. and as a business we're going to make it better for you yeah which is just which is a terrible thing to say but it's like 
not what I would ever expect no, WWE exactly. to do, which is great for them. Like, yeah. that's a wonderful thing that they did, and I think everyone's kind of still a little in shock like, by it. I can't... Because whenever the AJ and the um Because they thing, pulled AJ Styles from his a tour. South American yeah. tour. He had to fly, like, that whole... Overnight. How long he was... Like, that wasn't a work. Like, like he, he left a show and flew here, and, and then, then now he's here show. to do a yeah. show. Um, and... The, yeah, I I, so I found it, it first, and then I sent you the link to it, and we both kind of freaked out about the the Kurt Angle thing. Like, this can't yeah. be real. What, what are they gonna do? What, what, this... They're gonna put him in the Shield outfit. They're just literally they. It's like they the entire match that was booked, they just filled in with Kurt instead of Roman. <laughs> uh, other than just not giving Kurt as many bumps. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. I mean, like you know, they they carted him away during the match. It was a Which great. Was, it was a great. It was. A I weird... hated that. I hated that. I hate the cart away. That match would have been a whole lot better if they never carted him away and left him underneath the table. Well, the thing, uh, the thing that I thought about, I was watching um, the Royal Rumble from two thousand when was it sixteen from a couple of years ago, where Roman was defending the title in it, and during that match, yeah. the League of Nations pulls him out of the ring and they beat him up into the table, and then they take Roman back away. And what they would usually do, like they did a similar thing with the Rock back in like two thousand and one. Where the Rock got choke slammed through the table during the Royal Rumble, and he just laid there and had to be un- pretend to be unconscious for like twenty five minutes, just just like take a nap or whatever you need to do to to make it work. But because of how often they have the doctors come to check on things, the closing up to stop the matches for blood, it seems like it wouldn't. It also wouldn't make sense for someone to just be knocked out unconscious to the degree where they thought something was seriously wrong. And they wouldn't do anything. Then I guess you, you could have the doctors attending to them for that long outside. Then you cut that part out of the match and work them into the actual match. You don't cart him off knowing full well that he's going to make a return into it. Did you feel that way? Every when, single well, time. Well, at SummerSlam, they carted off Brock Lesnar. Did you hate that, too? Yeah, I did. Okay. So yeah, you don't, you don't, don't like it when like they cart off anybody. You know what would be a nice change if they cart somebody away and they don't come back? Yeah. That way I'd be like, oh, I don't know if they're going to come back next time. Yeah. That would be great. But now you know if they get carted away. They are definitely going to come back, and it's going to be in the finish, and they're going to be doing the finish. I'm trying to think of a scenario where someone got carted away, and they didn't come back. Hell, this happened with Kurt Angle before. Yeah. Was the that was great, because that was legit. He got, he got legit That was knocked sincere out. knocked out, yeah. yeah. They took him away because they had to. They to had make to. sure he was okay. He, yeah, he was And out. then he came back. That, that was, was such a weird match. That's so that's Rock Slam, and Triple H? It was H? the Rock, Triple H, and Kurt Angle. Yeah. And it was weird because... There was a subplot in the match of Kurt Angle hitting on Stephanie, which Triple H was not happy about. So Kurt comes out and kind of talks crap about it. So then Triple H comes out. And then because it's a match where the Rock's defending the title, you expect the Rock to be introduced right afterwards. But then like the Rock doesn't come out for like 10 minutes. Triple H and Kurt have this like mini match with each other. Which JR on commentary is like, I guess the Rock's going to stay back there and let these guys fin like figure out their issues but the match technically isn't even started and then triple h goes to pedigree him through the table and the table gives out from underneath them before he does the move and kurt gets a legit concussion which he was supposed to, which is so weird because like he was supposed to be down anyway like the spot called for kurt to be hurt he just accidentally actually was hurt and then then after that happens, the Rock's music plays. The Rock comes out, and it's just the two of them, and they so, cart Kurt Angle away. Let's go ahead and talk about the TLC match, and then we'll go back to AJ and Finn Balor. Okay. Okay. The, it just went on 
in. That was like an hour long match. It wasn't that long. It was but I mean, 45 it, it minutes. It was 45 minutes. Uh, it went on and on. It never made any sense. It was chaos all over the it place. It was chaos the whole time. The whole, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> it was It was hilarious when it wasn't trying to be. That was an... Um, I, the entire... It was weird where I almost, I almost got uncomfortable with it, but... I, I didn't, but like I was, I was uncomfortable in the ring. I'm not talking about the match. I want to say I was uncomfortable with the amount of times everyone that I was watching this with was laughing yeah. the whole time. They kept doing these spots where people were laughing, but not like this is hilarious. Like no one said the words. This is hilarious. It wasn't that kind of laughter. Just like the dropping of the chairs on the Braun no, it, Strowman. It, it was that, and then it was you know, a trash can, the, and then the, the crowd the going. That was murder. That was murder. <laughs> the in the ring where they beat the hell out of dean and stuff for 10 minutes yeah. with chairs and there was just no stop to it and i turned around to my wife i was like how did they work themselves out of this <laughs> what happens do they just pin the common throat angle yeah, but that's not something. what happened kurt angle didn't come until later i know this is uh, this is all in between of going up the ramp and then coming back down the ramp and going up the back ramp up and then the coming ramp, back, and up the back ramp. down the ramp the trash can and coming out the, the trash can killing ron Strowman apparently the the see what when i was watching i didn't think that that was going to kill Braun Strowman. I already, I completely got the whole you can't kill Braun yeah, Strowman. Yeah, But I just like because they uh, they did a thing with uh, Eric Bischoff or Vince McMahon threw Eric Bischoff into the back of a uh, a garbage truck before, mm-hmm. and that one it just just had the door and it closed. This one it closed, but then it like scooped him up yeah. into the thing, which made it look like it was going to compress him down. Which obviously they didn't yeah, he's, do. He's not dead, but just it looked way more serious than it needed to be. And which I don't cr- think it was intended to be that way. That's why the crowd started saying that was murder. <laughs> like I don't think anyone was. I don't think the the. I don't think what they were trying to do was to make it seem like they crushed Braun. I think the idea was just was supposed to be that there. they locked him in there. But because of the way the mechanism worked, it just looked like they killed Braun Strowman, which so... is even better now. Because then when he, he'll probably like, oh, I hope they have him like Kane's like in the ring and he's upset. And then the garbage truck like backs, backs up and he, and he like, no, it. he breaks out of it. They need to have a gimmick garbage truck where he literally breaks out of the thing. And then you get home and be like, are we supposed to believe he's been inside this garbage truck he's for been, weeks? He's been yes. eating the trash. Yes. <laughs> he'll be all covered in grossness. It'll be amazing. So Kurt Angle. I thought it was great. He did good. Yeah, he I did, thought he he did more he than did I thought he was keep doing. Stay in character like the badass he should have been. He was smiling at the whole. I think match. he had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for him as a guy that's went through so much in his career, now to know that he just walked out as a Shield member well, yeah. from the crowd, as soon as they show his face for the first time. He had an uncontrollable yeah. smile on his well, face. Well, okay, so like, so Seth and Dean are so acting when, all hard and cool and everything, yeah. and and then there's Kurt Angle standing behind him, smiling like, like Michael Chiklis in his <laughs> Shield outfit. No pun intended. I mean, she, yeah, different Shield. Well, he was wrestling all the way up until he got brought back to yeah, WWE, obviously, yeah. and I knew based on how Kurt had been that he obviously would want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. He did all enough promos saying like, if all I ever get is the Hall of Fame, that's enough. And in my head, I'm going, that's yeah, not right. true, yeah. but. So they didn't, because this didn't happen until Friday, maybe they told him Thursday or Wednesday, but I feel like it was a, they announced it right after they came up with the plan. So a couple days before the show, Kurt Angle gets told, hey, by the way, you're going to wrestle on Sunday. So that's also just like, wow, cool. I mean, sure. That sounds, that'd be all right with me. It's definitely one of those things since this wasn't like a Kurt Angle match. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't think he did a lot. They, they they saved a lot. He worked with Kane a lot too, yeah. which is a, another safe guy. I think they're still trying to 
I, last time I heard, he hasn't even passed his physical to be in the ring in the first place. Oh, I didn't know about that. So, obviously, I guess he did, or did they, they forgot about that yeah. point at um, one time or a second. This, this dude has broke his neck like three or four times. This had Brock Lesnar bust open Randy Orton's forehead. The hard way. Because yeah. it was, you know, he could do it while being safe. Safe. Hand quotes. Yeah. Well, he was on yeah. SmackDown then, then. I don't know. Two days later. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, he he did that big bump right at the end. Uh, through the table. Uh, not at the end. In the beginning of it. And then he got slammed into the guardrail once, mm-hmm. very softly, by Kane. Yeah, Kane was very gentle. Very gentle. He put um, him down one time. He, yeah, he, he, he didn't slam he him laid down. Him he on laid the floor, him laid down. You down on the floor. Uh, which is fine. He's Kurt Angle, <laughs> and he obviously was not prepared to have a match, but he did. It was great. I, I liked I the was match. Great, yeah. and I the liked whole match, it. like I said, is chaos, but I I love the chaos of it. It's weird though because it was such a build to the Shield, and now I don't know if they're going to bring Roman back next week or until after survivor series no it could take a couple weeks for him even to be safe to be around people well that's what i'm saying but they could still they could announce that he's going to be like at survivor Survivor series Series. i mean they already announced it's going to be dean and seth versus the smackdown tag champions which will probably be the usos Usos, which will be great so it's not like but it makes you wonder like how much of of plants changed because of that, I mean, yeah. you saw the randomness of what happened the next night on Raw, yeah. which also kind of felt out of left field because I think it again it was a we're changing things. Because so of that. Bef- before we move on to the weirdness that happened on Raw, the other obvious match of the whole entire night and maybe close to maybe being in the top ten of the year, top ten. AJ and it's October Finn. top ten. What are you? What are you? What matches stand out to you? Well, in October. October, what is of this year? Of this year, yeah. Oh, all the Okada and Omega matches. Well, in WWE. Oh, my God. In WWE. Oh, no. WWE matches. No, they all suck. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, no, uh, obviously, the, the Cena and AJ matches from yeah. the beginning of the year are awesome. The House of Horrors match. The House of Horrors match is my favorite match of the year. <laughs> <Damn> so, <laughs> um, I really liked the um, the DIY with the Authors of Pain. Oh, yeah, the, most definitely. In San Antonio yeah. and then and the both one with them. the Revival yeah. in Orlando. Yeah, that was. those are both um, definitely... At the end of the year, we'll definitely be doing our best matches of the year, but those are all be on it. But I think this one was... It felt like a... Uh, while I was watching Finn versus AJ, it felt palpable. I liked that energy they had. One of the, my big complaints I felt toward the, the build to WrestleMania 28 with The Rock and Cena, mm-hmm. where they kept comparing it to The Rock and Hogan, is that they did a really long-term, long build for The Rock and Cena, where it almost didn't need any of that. Whereas Rock and Hogan got booked three weeks before WrestleMania happened. And Hogan had only just showed up that day. Like, he's like, hey, like two weeks ago, we didn't even know Hogan was going to be here. And right. now he's fighting The Rock. So there was this weird, like, just like TLC, where, like, all of a sudden you have, like, oh, by the way, you're getting AJ versus Finn. And everyone's like, what? That's what? a dream match. What? And that energy was there. You could feel it when the guys were coming out. They had the This Is Awesome chant before the match even started. Even started. And I think that while I wanted it to happen in a different way where you think that they would build it up, they would have a big build up to it, they can still do that to the rematch. Yeah. But I like that this match feels like on its own. And they didn't even do it. They didn't even talk about it during the match. And whether or not that's because they were just hyping up Kurt or whatever, I like that it was kind of... It was left alone. It was like its own little thing. Like the whole show, they kept showing video packages for Kurt Angle's returning. And they kept mentioning because of the sickness, Roman Reigns is out cursed back. And then it felt like, oh, yeah. And by the way, this is happening. Cue AJ Styles to come out with Finn Balor. And uh, so it had this weird kind of, which you don't get in WWE very often, this kind of 
isolated energy to it. Yeah, and it's kind of weird just even looking at the match because I've been watching it like two or three times back now. Yeah. Just like they made. That's a good sign. I mean, how often do you yeah, do that? Yeah, I don't. I watch the TLC match too because yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Defend and AJ, both of them, what's probably at their worst. Like they made That's a lot of mistakes. Say. Well, I was going to say, they, it was the first time they touched. They yeah. didn't have a lot of time to build up for the match. They obviously the weren't match. doing house shows together to yeah. do anything. But I like that. And I also, it was one of those, I thought it was great, but it also felt, it felt raw. Yeah. And then it also felt. This is a call is it the in best, the ring. This is the kind best of match. kind of match you can have where I know that they're not giving it their all because they shouldn't be giving yeah. it their all because obviously they're not going to do this one and done. So you watch you this can't match throw everything you have you in go, the first match. Oh, I want to see them again because yeah. I know I didn't see everything from Exactly. Them. That's yeah. what you want to have and that's exactly and that how it's so felt. rare in WWE that this match felt different. Yeah. It we've felt like seen... it was over and you were like that was great. Give me the next more. one, which yeah. will be better. So we've seen both these guys be better than what they were right there, and it was amazing. And it was still amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it was beyond what they actually did. I, You know, Dave Meltzer, you know, because he's the New Japan guy, anytime a WWE match happens oh, what with did he Finn get or with AJ, there was like, so what did you think? Like, hoping that, it, like, he did, they did the same thing when Nakamura fought Sami Zayn, and every time he's always like, well, you know, it was okay. It was, it was, no. it was, it was all right. It See, was okay. That was, that was good. And it's just... But the truth is that it's, it's again, a different animal. And that's kind of why I always kind of raise my eyebrow when people say this stuff about New Japan. And I love New Japan. But it's just, I don't like giving too much praise to things where it feels like you're just doing it to feel like you can, to garner the attention you think it deserves that it's not getting. And that's what it feels with those kinds of things. So it was awesome. TLC as a whole, it was good. The whole show was actually really good, so I was pretty okay with it. It feels like like the Finn and it's it's weird because like the two big matches were Finn and AJ, who are separate brands. Where who knows when that's going to happen? So it's kind of like that's not bleeding into the next show. Yeah. And then all the stuff that happened in the main event because Kurt was only there in the one thing, and then what happened on Raw the next day. It also it feels like it's almost like a non-canon pay-per-view in the two main event matches because of just what happened with them. Because then, as you saw. What happened on Raw, which was so let's go ahead weird. and go on. Raw was fine. Uh, Kane beat Finn Balor. Was that fine? No, I wasn't well, as cool as that. I he had to choke slam him, him three, three times. times, and that's the only saving grace. But I, I don't like seeing Finn lose, so no. it bothers me. It was the match was fine, though. It was fine. You're you no had, one's gonna remember that. You had the AJ with the Shield and Miz and the Bar. Which was awesome. Which was great. It was yeah, great. That was great. But then the ending happened. So Shane McMahon eva- invaded Raw. Hashtag under siege. Under siege. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then everybody from SmackDown that's worth anything that's showed not, up. Not everybody. Showed up. Dissing my boy Kevin Owens. And beat up every single member of Raw in a very ma- uh, uh, gang mentality. While they're screaming and egging each other on. And we're talking about Nakamura, AJ Styles, The New Day. Yeah. It looked and it was so weird. Yeah. A couple of things I've weird. noticed. I've rewatched. I don't know if you've seen all the pictures. I have seen some of them. Natalia, yeah. with, grabbing, uh, Natalia uh, grabbing Zack Ryder. Which it looks which like an hilarious. accident. But. Yeah. Um, there's also, when they go to the back, at one point they're beating up Finn. Mm-hmm. And I didn't recognize him at first because when they were doing the beat, I was like, who's that guy in those white boots? And it was Finn Balor. And I was like, he wasn't, was he wearing those earlier when he fought Kane? He wasn't. Which means he put, he took off his boots, and he got took told, a shower, and then put on different wrestling gear he got told, to hey, get man, beat up need, by the SmackDown get, roster. You need to get dressed right now. Yeah, <laughs> You're about is, to run back here and beat us up. Which is hilarious. 
Um, the uh, Shields, the only one I got any offense in, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> so. I like that, uh, you know, there was no Oscar, there was no Braun, yeah. there was no Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't the whole Raw roster, but it was enough of them to feel like scary. they destroyed everybody. Yeah. I don't, what, all the wrestlers are people. Mm-hmm. They're actual people. I know that. And they well, portray no them that are way. So people? it doesn't, well, it bothered, you brought up something when we were talking earlier that, the idea of like like Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler were in this group beating up people, and they together. were standing next to each other, yeah. like happily beating people up. But the idea is that I'm Team Blue and you're Team Red, so I hate you. Well, it's okay. So I'm gonna commit assault because we're not in a wrestling ring. Well, it's weird. Earlier this year, there was a there was a feud between Alexa Bliss and Bailey where they were gonna have a cane match. Mm-hmm. A cane on a pole. Oh, good match. god, that t- match was that? terrible. Yeah, and a lot of people complained in the build up to that because Bailey didn't want to beat up Alexa with the cane, with the with the single bar cane because she thought that was too cruel. And a lot of people were giving her a lot of hate and was contributing to her getting booed because she seemed like a wimp because she wouldn't do that. Meanwhile, six months before that, last year when they did the women versus men thing, they did an angle where a bunch of the Raw women invaded SmackDown and beat up all the girls on smackdown including bailey and at that time everyone was going bailey wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. so it's this weird you're projecting whatever story you want to put on it how am i projecting well it's just if if bailey beat them up then obviously bailey would beat them up because she just did i didn't i wasn't talking about bailey well i'm saying that if if bobby Roode and dolph ziggler don't have to like each other they address it on smackdown because i guess enough people pointed out complained about it yeah that they don't have to like each other to be told by their boss, yeah, I know you guys don't get along. Put on these shirts and we're going to go beat up Raw. That maybe I don't like you, but you and I together feel dissed by this other brand enough that we'll go beat them up together. doesn't mean that we like each other. I've seen... This look like... You ever seen the Warriors? Uh-huh. Okay, you know, Warriors yeah. come out and play? Yeah, yeah. Like, if they were committing murders, I feel this group of people would have been okay with it. Well, last week, Alicia Fox shoved a referee and got fined. Meanwhile, the Shield... Like, hung Curtis Axel upside down and beat the crap out of him and nothing happened to them, you know? James Ellsworth you, grabs a briefcase and he's gone for a month. Meanwhile, Bronze, Roman Reigns runs into a semi, uh, an ambulance with Braun Strowman inside of it. And they're not and allowed And nothing to, happens. The, it's, it's, you can't, well, even you look can't, at this. you know. They, 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 uh, Miz threatens Kurt Angle right in the middle of the ring, but I can't touch you because, you know, this isn't a match. Yeah. But everybody run backstage and beat up everybody. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing. Oh, Sami Zayn did the same thing to Shane McMahon on SmackDown. You're the general manager right now. Yeah. not in the ring. You're not the wrestler right now, so I can't touch you. But I would destroy you in a second. Well, that's him being a sniveling little ass. Like, I would fight you, but I'm not right I now. Can't. But it's really just saying. By the way, let's move to. on to SmackDown anyway. Uh, Sami Zayn as a heel. Amazing. I love it. Amazing, <laughs> it's great. right? And what the best part about it is that, um, like, a lot of times when people are beloved... Which, unfortunately, Sammy on the main roster has not been beloved. He's, At all. He's been loved, but he hasn't been beloved. But you only probably really liked him if you watched like, his NXT stuff. So. Like when uh, like when Eddie Guerrero turned heel r- the year before he passed, unfortunately. Um, he had been so beloved up until that point that when he turned, it was this very like, why? Why? And so his comp- all of his demeanor completely changed because he was just so warped and obsessed that he couldn't beat Rey Mysterio. Sammy has had like a logical like i should have i should you know like he's like i'm still the same guy so it's like he's still portraying sammy but just in a much more over the top like because i don't think he would work kind of way character wise just being like 
super serious and no, yeah. determined. No, it works that it's kind of sick. Yeah. Where he's still being happy-go-lucky. But he's being too happy-go-lucky. Uh, happy yeah. lucky in a way that, like, I will f*** you up. You yeah. know I can. Yeah. Right? And, I'm then, better than you. But then also, like, he would come out dancing and it's like, come on, everyone dance with me. And then now he's coming out dancing and it's like... Look at oh, this, I don't want to dance with that guy. dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's it's like you know, it's just he's a really good performer that he can do like that. Like, how many people do you think you could say those kind of sentences to as a direction and ha- have them be able to follow through with it? So Alicia Fox is the team captain for the women's team on Raw, and Becky Lynch is Becky Lynch is the girl. Yay. What is the boy captain for Raw? There is no, we don't have, even know who's on Raw because the Raw, the SmackDown roster came out and beat up everybody. Oh, that's right. Before. Randy, Randy Orton is the first team captain or first member of. I guess the, he's the first member. I, ha, I have a feeling that somehow Kevin and Sammy are end up on the team anyway. Anyway, because they kind of sure need Nakamura them on it. I'm going to win next week. Denise, and then they're going to say that AJ. they need them. Or they'll, this is what, they'll do something where they'll get two other people to be on the, on the team, but then Raw will like beat them up so bad that they can't be on the team. And then Shane will have to, like Sammy said, have to go to Sammy and Kevin and beg them to be on, get them to be on the team because he needs, he does And need them. I guess something Shelton, like Benjamin, and Chad Gable are going to go into a program with the Usos. Yeah, they've been built. That's they've weird, been kind of building they, about they, it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been building that up for but a But now they yeah. set it up now, yeah. match wise. So, yeah, and which I'm fine with. I think that's probably going to be really good. A lot of good I, I wrestling. Know, I mean, uh, next week's going to be weird because it's going to be SmackDown on Halloween. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Uh, oh, you know what? The, the Fashion Files is going to be so gonna, awesome. It's going to be the Stranger Things Fashion Files. Yeah. And then Bobby Roode versus Dolph in a two out of three falls. I mean, last year, can't be worse than last year. Last year, there was, what, it was Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson, that weird, like, pumpkin patch oh, match. yeah. Do, do you remember that? that? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. They cut that from that. Uh, Hulu, and I had to go watch it yeah. on YouTube. It used to be, for whatever reason, I can't remember too many times where Raw had Halloween stuff, but SmackDown always had Halloween things. They had Thanksgiving things, too, because it was always on a Thursday. Right, right. Um, but, like, I can't remember too many, like, Halloween sketches from Why don't they ever bring Raw? back Halloween Havoc? And Halloween Havoc seems like a go-to October pay-per-view. Maybe they'll bring it back. I think they don't like... Using WCW, WCW thing. That's ridiculous. They did the Great American Bash for a little while, but then it wasn't drawn. Are they well. doing um, the multiple ring thing? They're doing the War Games thing. War Games, at NXT. Yeah. The next NXT sh- pay per view is War Games, which is um, if you never watched the, the whole WCW War Game, it's going to be the weird awesome. like three team War Games yeah. too, which is even more ridiculous than the original five on five stuff. So anyway, that's and they're our doing show. Uh, they're doing Starcade as a, like a live event. Oh yeah, they're doing Carolina that. Yeah, they sure are. They're doing all these weird like live events. They're doing a NXT is doing a house show the day before their pay per view, where it's going to be Adam Cole versus Drew McIntyre for the NXT title, and Shawn, uh, Shawn Michaels. Michaels is going to be the guest referee. So it's Shawn Michaels officially signed on as a coach for NXT. I think he's. I, I think that's he has he's been, been. He's been going off and on. He moved there now. Oh, okay. So he moved to Florida to go ahead and be like full into it. Full on. Into so it. I would imagine him showing up on NXT TV a little bit more now. That'd be cool. So he should mentor um, Johnny Gargano. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. We are your hosts. That's not all we have. That's just all we're gonna give. Yeah, that's all we're gonna give you. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. Go leave us an uh, iTunes review, five stars, all the stars. Every please star. five stars. Write something down Seven nice about stars. us. Say I'm sexy. Six and a half stars. Say Sam sucks and he needs to lose the belt. 
That'd be so, really nice. So harsh. Um, it's not really that harsh. That, that no, felt kind of found it. Uh, we are Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I have been Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. And we will see you next week. Bye.